Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 20th day of January, going right through the month. Divisional uh, playoff games coming up this weekend. One of my favorite weekends of the year uh, between this weekend, opening weekend in NFL. The games are more higher. The stakes are higher. Uh, the games are more exciting. You got better teams, better quarterback play. Can't wait. You got Carlos, Mad New Yorker Chavez behind stage. Going to ask him about the Greg Roman, Lamar Jackson situation there in Baltimore. And we'll go over the this week's games in the NFL here, make predictions and whatnot. Stand by, folks. We'll get our first break in. And I'll be back in a minute and 19 seconds. Hello, Sportscope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour work week job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sportscope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportscope at gmail.com. Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. I am now back here on all links. I want to add Carlos in there. Good to see you, man. Mr. Cool Guy got the shades on. Yo, 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 uh, happy Friday, straight from New York City. I got something for you, Robbie Rob. <laughs> Man, you, uh, did you hear that, Pickles? Uh, got a techno geek here. Um, <laughs> look like I'm on uh, MTV Friday night, MTV raps here. Uh, Carlos said, uh, Pickles says hiya. Okay, now. Um, let's see. What do we start? Okay, let me ask you. Big news of the week: Greg Roman uh, walks away from Baltimore. Whatever you want to call it. What's your thoughts about him leaving Baltimore? And do you think that that the Ravens work out something long term with Lamar Jackson? Walk away. He should have been fired two years ago, man. Walk okay. away. <laughs> I mean, we gotcha. talked about it last season. You know, before the season yeah. started. Um, and it's the way his playbook doesn't really uh, doesn't help what you know Lamar Jackson and his skill set. Um, they were missing a few players on that offense. They tried to make it up with 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 some um, couple wide receivers here and there. They're just injury prone. Um, so I think it's a little bit better that he walked away. Now they they can uh, rebuild that O line, and and that's the only way Lamar stays right. If I'm going to sign a huge contract, you better give me somebody to protect me because he can't. He yeah. can't start every season like playing two games and then sitting out five games and then playing two games and then sitting out seven games. I mean, that's that doesn't work, man. You know, and um, you know, if I was if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm and, and I'm part of his team, um, 
his agents, I'm looking for a team that has an O-line that can that can keep him, you know, on the field as long as yeah. possible. You know, you, you're gonna get injuries, you're gonna get injured, things are gonna happen. Um, you know, he he runs he, that's part of his game, but you you can't, you know, you can't do what he's been doing in the last few years. And um, he was an MVP that one year because they had a great stout O-line. On, on yeah. top of that, they had a better defense that made that required him to get back on the field and kept pushing the ball down down other teams' throats as well. So uh, those things weren't happening after after he won that MVP. So um, it's, I think, a better deal for the Ravens. And if Lamar doesn't come back, it's still something that they can look forward and, and build a better team, I think. Yeah, yeah. The offense has regressed since that second year with him. I would say the line's pretty good. It's just Lamar's play is not that great. Um, I mean, no, I mean, the line's okay. They they don't really have that many weapons. Dobbins is okay. I mean, if the line was great, then they why would they stop running Dobbins? They would have won that game. Yeah, you know, they just quit going. They they did what a lot of teams do was go away from the run because you know they think they they can throw their way out of trouble and then they they suddenly throw their way into trouble. So you know that's that's not that's not a Lamar. You know. That's not a Lamar thing, man. Um, you know, he's he's a yeah, that was a 14 point turnaround. Now, I did go back and look at that play, uh, on, on the uh stat line thing. You can do that, the play by play thing on ESPN. It was 11 minutes and something left in the game, so essentially, Burrow could have brought he could have brought him back, but that was a big swing in momentum. I mean, fumbling that ball on the one yard line, and I'm I've never been a fan of that, man. Of lunging and putting the ball in harm's way. You know, Belichick says he does not want his players doing that. He says we can get it on the next play. You know, uh, if, it, if it goes out of the end zone, it could be a touchback. And then, uh, for God's sake, something happened like happened Sunday night and a guy take it back 100 yards the other way, you know. And, and, and you know, like they, they lucked out because the, the, the weather wasn't that bad, you know. Um, yeah. So when you throw weather in a mix, that, that just creates, you know, havoc for, for everybody on that, you know. Yeah. So you, do you think Lamar stays with? Uh, they're hinting at that between. Yeah, there, there's the news manager. that he might stay there because Roman's gone. Um, you know, I keep telling you this, and I, and I, you know, we mentioned and we talk about Lamar Jackson. Like, yeah. he needs to. It's okay that his mom's part of his team. Yeah, she's needs, basically the agent. Yeah, she needs to be surrounded by another, another somebody from another rep, a rep from another, like you know. CAA uh, or somebody, somebody yeah. just just to make sure, and I'm sure they got lawyers and things, but you know you need one of those agents, the power agents, to come in and just you know break ground. And heck, he should get um, he should get um, what's his name's uh agent? He, he got a huge deal, right? He should get Deshaun Watson's agent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Yeah, I, I feel like Lamar Lamar Jackson better than Deshaun Watson. And it's um, only three percent. I thought it was ten. It's, no, that's no, no, worth so, it. Three percent, man. So three percent—that's contractual, and then they, they do other things for the clients. So it ends up being almost ten percent. Uh, okay, you, you, gotta, you gotta understand these things. They do marketing, they do branding, they do a lot of different things. So they're not—they're not not getting paid. So don't worry about those things. And you've heard my take on—I'm not in love with Greg Roman, but I—you know—I played some sound bites, and you look at what he did with the guy like uh, who was it, Colin Kaepernick. When he was working with the other Harbaugh, look at Colin Kaepernick's fall off afterwards. Then you look at the, the MVP season. Uh, I guess the only argument you can make against him really is the uh, development of a passer. 
is that really Greg Roman or is it really just the Mars not getting it? You know, that's the key. Well, like, okay, so who who did Kaepernick have that that he couldn't throw to? I mean, he didn't have that many good wide receivers when he was on that San Francisco team. And that San Francisco team was built more on, on defense anyways. Um, so uh, uh, they had, what's that guy's name, Michael? Um, they had that, that uh, tight end who, who sometimes showed up and sometimes he didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and then he got called out by Mike Singletary, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I remember that. So, you know, it's not like it's been, it's, if you're, here's the thing, and this is what bothers me the most is some of these guys, they're coming mm-hmm. out of, out of college systems that worked in their favor because they, these college coaches are, are kind of like limited. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Lamar Jackson, even if you look at uh, Kaepernick's numbers, they're not that, they weren't that bad when they threw the ball in college. Now, and and you always talk about, and a lot of people talk about development. Well, if you could put these guys on the field, you do have to worry about their development. If you want them to play in the, the fastest and easiest thing for them to do is to run the ball. Yeah. Right. So you can't have it both ways. You want these guys to sit down and be developed. Then you have to have a system for that. And then you have to put them in and work. If not, you just put them in and you play them and you get what you get until they get better. Right. Um, I'm sitting here and people are, t- are trying to uh, crown Daniel Jones and give him the quarterback position for the New York <laughs> Giants. And I'm like, you know, push, push the brakes. The kid that only played one good season. And, yeah. you know, and everybody's like, oh, well, he hasn't been developed. Well, yeah, he was. This isn't this is not the place to develop players, man. And right. if, you're, if you're one of those guys who don't put like you say, you got to put in the work. You got to go on. Hold on I got a, I got a good sound back for you on Daniel Jones. You want to crown him? Then crown their ass. <laughs> Well, there, uh, yeah, let, let Dennis Green uh, chime in. Okay, thank you, Dennis. We we'll had to dig him up, man, and get it, get one more. I miss that, one. man. Um, you know, and uh, uh, <laughs> I like that DG, uh, one up for, but you know, um, you, you know, we we kind of forget as fans, we want to, you know, we kind of forget that there's a process, and these are just these are kids growing up to be men, uh, growing up to be star athletes, and, and we kind of just, you know, we're looking at them to just get us into the playoffs, get us into the championship run. And we're, we're forgetting that, that little piece, but that piece doesn't really exist. in a lot of, a lot of these teams, I told you, right. I, I keep telling you this. Yeah. You can't come into the NFL and develop players. That's not what the NFL is about. The NFL is about show me what you can do at the moment right now. Let's go out there and win. And if you yeah. can't do that, then guess what? The door is right there. You can go somewhere and try it somewhere else. But Cause here, this ain't the place for you. Right. So with that mentality, how you develop, how are you going to develop these guys? Right. And, and you see draft night every night, every draft night, you'll see. I do, I do think some players do, do get developed. I think Jalen Hurts has really developed, come along. And uh, what guy, I can't remember his name now. He's with the Jason Whitlock show. Um, he said, you know, guys like Rich Gannon developed late in his career. That's really an outlier, though. But what you're saying really is throwing a guy in raw, when right. now? I, that's that was my argument about Zach Wilson so yeah. young coming from BYU. Yeah, and, and he didn't have no experience. And even if you take a look at uh, uh, talking about Zach Wilson here, if you take a look at all all these all the information that was graded him out of college, right? Yeah. Um, they were saying that he's similar to to a, a Jeff Garcia. Now, if you're gonna pick this guy number two, you got to think what kind of quarterback. I'm not saying Jeff Garcia was junk. He wasn't. But he was he was an okay quarterback, and he he developed probably wasn't his, the number two overall talent. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, he yeah. developed his skills in the Canadian league, 
right? Then came back and finally got yeah. an, an opportunity in the NFL, took a couple teams to the playoffs. But from that point, it, as a quarterback, he didn't go further than that. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not going to dog, dog Jeff Garcia because he was a good comeback king. He had great speed, a good football player. But if they're rating this guy talent based on Jeff Garcia, then you're gonna you're not gonna expect him to be, you know, uh, uh, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady type of player. Now, again, this is the problem that we have with our generation is that we we see players like Aaron Rodgers, we see players like Tom Brady, we see players like Peyton Manning, and we're hoping and and when we do a draft pick that those names kind of get rekindled in some of these kids. But that's yeah. not the way that's not the way it happens. So yeah, you know, I, I feel like Pickle says. There and, and you know something, Pickle make, makes a good point. Uh, the, the the league is a copycat league. There's a lot of fads in the NFL, and there's a very good chance that a guy like Kyler Murray never really regains, uh, never never really gains of what he was prior to, to putting these system in and taking all these runs. And and, and you know Jalen Hurts, maybe he maybe he has another injury like his you know shoulder injury. Uh, maybe he goes right back to the pocket quarterback here, contrary of, you know, trying all these other things. So that is a good point. You look at guys that run around a lot. I just mentioned Jalen Hurts with his sprained shoulder. Uh, we're talking about Lamar, right? We've missed five games the last two seasons. Uh, when you're playing 16 and 17 games, man, I mean, that, that's a third of the season. I mean, think about that if that's Major League Baseball, right? Yeah. A third of the season. I mean, you can't win like that. And then, you know, he missed the playoff game before that. We're looking at guys like Kyler Murray with his injury. I'm still concerned. I know he's a big guy, but even Josh Allen, uh, <laughs> you really have to watch the – and I understand running to get away from – you know, running from first down if a team's in the zone and everybody's backed up. But, but called runs – and I'm seeing more and more of it, man. It's really dangerous. Not unless it's like a naked bootleg. What what Dak did the other day. I mean, that's fine. But these called runs are getting a little bit ridiculous. And, and the more injuries we're seeing in the NFL, uh, you know, and play, if you're building the whole offense that way, I mean, you're playing Russian roulette with your career. Yeah, and another thing is like, and when, if you're when, a coach or a player, for that matter. Yeah, when, when uh, I talked on on the morning show that we have with uh, with Keith. Steve Angle, yeah. Angle and, I, and on TGI Sports, um, you know, are you serious? And uh, we're, we're talking about what 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 other quarterbacks can come in in New York then? Well, who can replace them? And here and here's the problem, and, and we need to understand this too, uh, not just as fans, but the, the money situation. There's only so many top-tier quarterbacks yeah. that are going to get 30, 30 plus, 30 million plus, right? And then everybody after the after the after those eight or nine quarterbacks, maybe 10. Right. Uh, but 10 stretching, you know, 10 that is a stretch. That is hard. Hard, I don't think is on the top tier, but that's neither here or there because people say they haven't really, he hasn't really been on a good team, but anyways, so, so those guys are going to get 30, 30 million, right? That's because that's what the market is. But then you got the mid-level quarterbacks, the Tannehills, the, you know, Jones yeah. is going to fall in there, uh, you know, and, and a lot of those guys and they're getting 15 million plus, but, I mean, even if they're yeah, getting that's happy, why I was so annoyed with when when, when uh, the Titans paying Ron Tannehill thirty million plus. Well, that's why they're not in the playoffs right now either. Right, and so, but now you know, you know this guy has one good season, and they want to crown him, and they want to give him twenty yeah. million plus. I don't think so. You I'm know sorry, what? My sure. proposal: if they're stuck with Daniel Jones, 
18 million. You can do incentives, uh, snap incentives, and because incentives really don't count against the cap. Uh, they don't count against the cap. Right. So uh, here's the thing, though, Robert. It's it's some it's a, it's not my money. It's not your money. But if you're talking about New York and and being able to stay and being able to afford him, I mean, you, 18 is a still a stretch, right? Like I'm thinking between 10 and 15 because he hasn't really proven himself. He just won. Well, it, it's the most important position on right. the team. Yeah, but he's only played one good season, yeah. and the market is too. It's like I said, it's too much full of fluff that he's gonna his agent and him they have a right. You know, and, and they have a right to. to That's have, where you have that sit down and tell yeah. them the facts, the truth about things. Right. And, and, and like, I don't mind, like, if it's incentive based, fine. Make it incentive based. You know, help yourself. Help. Yeah. But don't put yourself in a predicament, like, and, and sign him. And you have this Tannehill problem because at the end of the day, he is almost similar to Ryan Tannehill if you look at it. Yeah. And, his, and his, people are talking about franchising him for $45 million. No, no, That's suicide. And again, again, this isn't my money. But if you're looking at it at a financial, if you're situation, a fan of the team, it still comes out of the hard cap, right? And they and they still got to you know, think about the other. That's guy only two twenty nine now, by the way, next year. Yeah, and, and they, they got to think about the other guy who who's actually helped this team and Saquon, and he wants a, and he's already said his team has already put out there that they're already looking to get what, what a little bit more than what McCaffrey or similar to what McCaffrey got from the Panthers over 16. Yeah. And that's, I mean, come on. That's man, cool. I would just say, Hey, look, man, we appreciate everything you did for good luck with your future. Go, go, go see what team will pick you up for that price. And if, if you, if you, nobody doesn't, you know, we'll give you something else. There's a sucker born every day and I wouldn't be that sucker. So, so you're saying that they will sign back Barkley or not Barkley, but Lamar. Man, look, I'm I don't control the money here in New York, and it's not my money. Yeah. As a fan, I say spend all your money and keep the guys here, and you know maybe try to make it work because you still you're still not guaranteed any anything when you sign those two guys. But I don't I don't feel like both of those guys are coming back. To be honest with you. Yeah. You know. Okay. You have a lot of contractual situation there. In yeah. Defense, you know. So. So you're, what you you think? Are you with me? You think the Ravens here? And then I, I don't know if you're listening to yesterday's program, my program. I think the Ravens are going to bring him back. Uh, they're going to yeah. fire John Harbaugh. He'll be the fireball next year. Uh, he'll probably be with the Ravens another two years. Yeah, and you know, I, if I'm I, Harbaugh, I think, I think they'll fire Harbaugh next year. Yeah. Harbaugh should have just left, man. Like you know, he, <laughs> he had all opportunity. Um, you know, he could have gone to a lot, of, a lot of different places. Um, and like right now, we have the situation in the NFL is like is nine teams looking for an OC, right? That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, it's an. But I was saying, but my point is, he, they're far, they're far Harbaugh. Yeah, and I, I think eventually Lamar's going to be like a Taysom Hill guy. He'll hang around the league for another until he's at least thirty-one years old, which is another six or seven years. And he might get a a, a, a guy. I think he's going to be hurt often. I don't think. I think this is all you're getting out of Lamar. And anybody that, that wants to pay him more power to you, and I hope the best for him. I hope he takes off and be a superstar. It's good for the league, but I got to call it like I see it, not like I want it to be, you know? I mean, look, look at all these middle quarterbacks that left their team and got paid, but they're really, you know, kind of like in the in, lost in the, in like gorillas in the mist, right? There, you got Oswald, uh, Oswalder, uh, you know, who, le- who left and, and got a bigger yeah, paycheck. Yeah, he, he – uh, You have um, – He robbed um, the uh, Houston Texans there, and they're still got a wanted list of uh, – You got, you you got Knowles, right? He kind of disappeared into the – Yeah. He got a huge contract and kind of disappeared. Lightning the, in the bottle. Yeah, you know, and then you got, um, 
you know, you got a couple guys well, in there. Cousins, you know, I mean, you know, but they I, get I said they would get to the playoffs and probably not too far. And they're getting twenty. They're getting almost twenty. He's so. sitting at home. He's got two. I think he's got one playoff win, and 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 uh, he's charged the Minnesota Vikings about a hundred million plus for that. Yeah. So go figure. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Again, I. And they're firing their defensive coordinator. How about you cut Cousins' salary to a third and go out and get some players? Then you wouldn't have to fire your defensive coordinator. And I, and, and I keep saying this, even if these two guys come back. Kafka's going out looking for a better job. He's a, he's the OC for the Giants. Wink is getting is getting interviews for head coach. Those are the two guys that actually help help that team more than Dable because Dable just showed up and hired these guys, yeah. which is what, what something that you're supposed to do as a head coach, anyways. But it don't don't fall into the to to the the, the black hole. You got to keep these guys around because if you see that your team actually got better and your quarterback's actually playing outstanding why would you lose this oc that you got now and you see your your defense is actually yeah. top in the uh, is getting close to the top ranking in the nfl why would you lose your your dc like for me it's like get rid of those two guys and sign those two coaches and you can bring in more players i mean you you're gonna get stuff for you know you're gonna have more space to move around plus you still got to get rid of galladay because he was no good yeah, that was Gates, Dave, Dave Gettleman mess there. Okay, so any more thoughts about last week? That was a good transition. That seemed like that's your thought on the Giants. It's a pretty yeah, they, pretty impressive win. Yeah, they they won, and I think that was a Super Bowl. There, the the Eagles yeah. have got rest. They got they're getting their injured players back. Uh, they score and at their average score is thirty two point something a, a game. Okay. I don't think I don't um. Can the Giants' new defense, the defense that was supposed to start this year, that came back from injuries, that finally got together and played last week, can they keep it up? I don't, I don't know, man. And and um, and they don't, they're not scoring enough, and they can't come, they can't be playing from behind to win this game. Um, yeah. So they got to be careful if they they come out scoring, which is you know up to Saquon and and the crew there. I, yeah. You know Daniel Jones needs to have a clean sheet if they could come out and score, what twenty four points. 21 okay. to 24 points in by halftime and, and the Eagles have 14, they'll be okay. But if they, if it's reverse, that's game, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do you, what do you think will happen? Uh, that's a good transition. What do you think will happen the, uh, Saturday night? How does I, I this think, game I think play the, out? I think the Eagles, the Eagles are going to win. I okay. think they're going to take it to, to the giants. Um, um, and they're, you know, they're at home too, man. That's going to be a, a rowdy crowd and, you know, it's going to be hard for the, the Giants. They they never been in this position. Half of those guys, they never been in this position. So, um, you know, it's going to be harder for them. You know, they got What's a new your score in that game. I, I think it's going to be like 28-24. Well, you, <laughs> we did not talk, folks, before the uh, show. But uh, let me give you my analysis of that since we transitioned there. Uh, first of all, I didn't know that you probably know this because you're you listen to probably WFAN and all that, but the Eagles have beat the Giants eight straight times in Philadelphia. Yeah. I didn't know you know that, but I'm just looking at the box score. Uh, Jalen Hurts, by the way, full practice all week. This guy's not even listed on the injury report. Remember, he had that shoulder injury, right? And I was a little concerned about that. Uh, Lane Johnson, full practice uh, Wednesday, Thursday, today. Uh, big, a lot of talk about the right tackle there. 
They're like two and ten without this guy. He's really valuable. Used to play left tackle. Now they've got a younger, more athletic player playing that left tackle position. Uh, there was a very scary injury. This is a lot of injuries hit the Eagles all at once, but they rebounded. Mm-hmm. This guy named Josh Sweat. I don't know if you remember this. He had like a lung injury. Yeah. I want to say it was like in the Bears game or something uh, about a month ago. Uh, he's not even on the injury report. He's going to play very good pass rusher. Uh, now, they do have a slot corner out, but it's not James Bradbury or Darius Slay. So I, I do think that they're going to be okay. They're pretty bleeping healthy right now. But I will say this. The Giants are also healthy. Right. Uh the, the last game they played where both teams played their starters, I mean, the, the Eagles beat the crap out of them. It was 48-22. to 22. Leonard Williams wasn't in that game. Uh, uh, Dory Jackson, their lead corner, he was out. Both of those guys will be playing with – who's that other guy's name? Dexter Lawrence or whatever. Uh, the, the tackle. Yeah, Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, Lawrence, the tackle there. And, of course, uh, Thibodeau, K1 Thibodeau. So – I do think that this team is very uh, confident coming in. Uh, the weather, mid-30s, no precipitation. Uh, I, I feel like they, the Giants will probably keep it within that seven and a half, and I swear, 28-24 is what I wrote down to. We picked the exact same score. Eagles uh, win this game. Uh, this game could go the other way, but the Eagles, they're, they're rested. It seems like, not unless they're really lying about Jalen Hurts' injury here. Right. I don't see uh, the Giant. Uh, Pickle says the Giants pull off an upset 29-27. I look forward to seeing what both of these offensive coordinators. I've been really impressed. What they. This is not going to be a very low scoring game. We we all three think it's going to be, you know, around. 50-something points scored in this game, which I think is probably going to hit the over. That's really un-Giants-Eagles-like. It's usually like 21-17 to 17 or something. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, see, I see maybe like a a, um, a hit and a fumble. Uh, the Eagles' defense is very underrated, man. I don't yeah. understand why what, the, what these numbers are going on, um, but their defense, they play um, pretty good, and um, it's it, – it's going to be tough for, for Daniel Jones to try to throw a long ball, man. I'm just going to – and and yeah. who's catching it? You know, it's Hodges, is you know, these guys from, you know, practice squad coming up. Like, who's catching? It, Saquon needs to got to get about 200 yards for them to win this game, man. <laughs> it's like – Yeah, he'll have to play the game of his life. And quite frankly, they're going to have to get a turnover somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe uh, that uh, – maybe Hurts re-aggravates that shoulder – uh, maybe what? there's a missed extra point or something. Something crazy. They're going to have to have some kind of flute play for the Giants to win this game. That's the reason why the Eagles are playing at Philadelphia. They're the better team, you know? Yeah, the Eagles have a, a good running game, though, and it's very balanced. Um, and they, they do depend on her stretching the field a little bit with his legs. But they have a, a decent running back um, and that, that can actually, you know, get yards and, and help that, that game, that air game get started. So, um you know, I, I don't see this. I don't see him having a hurt shoulder actually affecting them if they're going to run the ball anyway, because that's what the strategy is. It's been yeah. like that the whole season. They're not going to change it. You know, even though they got Brown and you know a couple other wide receivers, they're uh, not Devontae Smith, Devontae Dallas Goldert. Yeah, those guys they usually throw short on them anyways. So yeah, <laughs> you know, 
And he, he did run for a little bit in that last game. I think he had like 13 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, but that shoulder was still bothering him the week before the bye week. But now they've had the bye week plus the practice, full practice all week. That really surprised me. I was really wanting to pick the Giants, Pickles, because I'd love to see, uh, you know, Matt get some bragging rights against Jamie Pags there. But you got to call it like you see it, man. And, and you know, the fact that the Eagles have beat the Giants eight straight, that reminds me of the Jacksonville Jaguars and their winning streak against the Colts at home. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. What do you think about that comeback there by the uh, by that uh, Jags and uh, um, I mean, Chargers? you know, again, like I mentioned earlier, these coaches are, are, are going away from what's getting what was getting them there. Um the Chargers had the ability to close the game out. They stopped running Eckler. They stopped even throwing to him. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. That's like one of the top five running backs in the NFL, and you don't even very use good him. hands too. Very yeah, good hands. So you know, and you got him in there blocking of all things. Now no, I'm not going to say he's, he's not really good, good in the flat, man. Yeah, that so, guy I mean, gets. He would get a lot of passes if if I'm you know coaching him. I know people give me slap, but I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not a good blocker. But man, you if the oh, guy man. has skill levels and assets. Why you why got him out there chip blocking and throwing his body around when you should be giving him the ball and letting him run with it? Like that's yeah. what bothers me, man. The Cowboys are the same thing with Elliott. It's like he you know he can run the ball. Why you got him back there <laughs> trying to protect I don't right. know, some crazy play, man? Come on. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and speaking of the Jags, I mean, you talk about a team playing on house money. Yeah, man. Uh, they were playing on house money last week. They could have very well threw the towel in and said, you know what, we're down 27. So, by the way, I've got a 3-0 lead on you to start the playoffs. You could probably still catch me. You never know. Uh, uh, I thought you had that with the Chargers. Be honest yeah, I thought, with you, I went I to thought, bed. I thought so, too, because that was a huge lead. I was like, man, this is going to – this is going to be bad, right? Right. And then, and so they fired their offensive coordinator instead of Brandon Staley because that owner is a little cheap. He don't want to pay out extra, extra ear out. He wants to try to make it work with, with Staley, you know. And, uh, but you got to get, like I said, the Jags had a good crowd there. Uh, they kept their poise. I'm surprised that, uh, that uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't didn't fold once he threw had all those interceptions in the first half. Right. Uh, he kept his composure. Uh, Peterson helped him stay. You know, I mean, it was just a great little comeback there. I mean, uh, like, you, you didn't see Kirk and you didn't see Ingram get a lot, a lot of yards, but they got a lot of important plays, right? Yeah. Um, and so um, they they did good in, in, in that retrospect. Um getting the ball moved around a little bit. Um, they should have ran the ball a little bit more again, but, you know, in the second half they had better opportunities and they did that in the second half. So, um, but, it, you know, they came back, they beat the Chargers. The Chargers, I don't know if they need a new OC, but. Uh, well, they that's what they're looking for now. They went on and fired him. I think they fired the quarterback coach too. They need uh, to surround Eckler and Herbert with, wide receivers that can stay in and they can stay healthy. Um, yeah, that's true. Both of them get banged up here and they're both making a lot of money too. Kenan Allen's Mike Williams and Kenan Allen. Um, and how many audience. games have they played? They probably played like 22 games combined together. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Man, you get a guy like Sean Payton, that job, that team, that team be hard to beat. Okay. So they played, they played the chiefs this week. This, these two teams did play back in week 10. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs got off to a big lead, kind of got bored, got a little complacent, got off 20 nothing lead, gave up 17 unanswered, tagged on another touchdown, 127-17. Uh, I think this game could kind of go probably the same way. Uh, weather's going to be good for Kansas City, mid-30, 60% chance of snow, light snow. Uh, it's going to be played late Saturday afternoon. Chiefs coming off a of bye week. Andy Reid off a of bye week. Uh, it feels like a 38 to, um, I don't know, a 38-20-27 type of game where maybe the Chiefs kind of the Chiefs kind of go to sleep at the end. Maybe a 38-30. They're eight and a half point favorites, by the way. I don't know if I would mess with that point spread because I know Chiefs give up leads, but they're not going to give up the game. They are susceptible on the back end, though. They've got a pretty uh, a lot of rookies back there. Uh, their main cornerback is a rookie. Uh, your guy you just mentioned, Christian Kirk, had a really good game against them last time. He had two touchdowns against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jacksonville's going to play loose. The only way Jacksonville wins this game, man, maybe they probably have to knock out Patrick Holmes in the game. A lot of interest, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, fluke turnovers. Uh, but, you know, it could be 27-19. And that's if the Jags defense shows up. I'm thinking yeah. probably closer to 38 pickles, but – uh, remember the Chiefs, they, they really teed off on the Steelers last year around this time, if you don't recall. So, I, like I said, 38-29, 38-30 Chiefs. Who's, who's uh, the better defense, the Chiefs or the Jags? Oh, uh, the Chiefs are better up front against the run, believe it or not. Right. The Jags may have a better pass rush, but they're they're really they're both weak on the back end. Both of them weak. So I do think both receiving cores will have a good game. And maybe Trevor Lawrence runs a touchdown in. You know, Zay Jones finds a way to score every week. This is a I feel like this is a Mahomes Kelsey connection game. They're gonna have about two or three touchdowns between them both, and then everybody else is gonna fall in the line after that. Uh I just think the Jags they're not deep enough, they're not old enough. They uh you know, they came back versus the Chargers, and I don't know how they're gonna react after that. Um it's hard to go on the road after a big comeback win, yeah, too. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, this could be a total. This could be 45 to 7. If but that the happens. The get bored, though. You know? That's the problem. They, and they, they played Tennessee, and they let Tennessee come back this year. Yeah. And they almost lost by that field goal. So, um, but the Jags aren't Tennessee, but they did yeah. beat Tennessee. And that's so. the thing. If, if I'm the Jags, that would be my game plan, Carlos. Would be Travis Etienne would get like 30 carries in this I'd game. Give He's the a ball, second-year man. player, you know? That's gotta the only way you do it. You gotta you gotta take the time possession away from the Kansas City. Yeah. Um, and you have to keep Mahomes on the sideline, but that's not the way Peterson coaches. He likes well, to do the stuff in the flat and I you told know. you about him. I told him it's Andy Reid versus Andy Reid, by the way. Much, yeah. <laughs> this game is gonna get out of hand and it's either gonna be by Kansas City or by the Jags. And I feel like Kansas City, um that they don't want to get beat by this team. Um They'd rather go down to Cincinnati, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. if, you, if you have a team to lose in the playoffs, don't don't lose don't lose to the smallest team. On the Cincinnati, okay, Belichick. On Cincinnati. <laughs> That's a good transition. Now Buffalo, uh, they'll, they'll be playing at home against Cincinnati. And you know, I was really hoping the Bills. I was reading about Micah Hyde. He came. He's been air quote off of 
uh, injured reserve yeah. since January, uh, December 23rd, right around Christmas. But he's not quite – when you hear that term off injured reserve, they usually give him about a 21-day window. He's not quite there yet. He's not going to play. The Bills, though, uh, him and Jay Crowder, both, neither one of them are going to play in this game. But they've been out for a very long time. Bills got they kind of they kind of went a little Kansas City and almost got their butt beat by Miami, giving up that seventeen point lead almost the other day. <laughs> but man, I was reading that the Cincinnati they really got banged up physically against the Ravens. Man, they've got two offensive line and out, including their left tackle Jonas Williams, and of course, um, uh, not Lyle, well, Lyle Collins has been out. This Jonas Williams guy and their right guard, both of those guys are not going to play. Lyle Collins been out. So they're down three offensive linemen now going on the road at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I feel like this is a 28-20 Bills win in advance. That being said, hey, Burrow got sacked nine times against the Titans last year, but Brian Tannehill – Josh Allen, uh, Ron Tannehill's not Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen's going to exploit that. Plus, they got a cornerback out. Uh, what, if, what if Allen's trying to win games and throws the ball away? Well, if I think Allen will run in this game. I don't <laughs> think he's going to get crazy and, and make that mistake that he made last week and, and give up that fumble like he did against Miami. Uh, but I will say this. I guarantee if they lose this game, that's going to be my open is Sean McDermott. That I'll open, not unless something crazy happens in the Cowboys game. I'll open my show about how Sean McDermott, that's got to be the next move if they don't win this. They've got to win this game. Yeah, Buffalo they, has to win. I think they will. They Buffalo win has to win this game, but they 28-20 Buffalo Bills. They still haven't established a running game, and that's very important to get the throwing game going. And in the throwing game, they're not doing that well anyway, so I don't trust them. I don't trust – the defense keeps them in the game, but the offense sometimes gives the balls away, so – um you know, I haven't ever trusted him since McDermott's been there. So yeah. uh, now, now the Giants have half their half their team in management and in coaching staff. So you know, I'm, I don't drink the Kool Aid, man. I'm just hoping that uh, you know Cincinnati can can play. They it seems like the more players are out from Cincinnati, the better they play. The the, the better Joe Burrow, the more consistent he is and and throwing the ball. Yeah, the more consistent they are in running the ball. Like they're better they're better balanced. Um. Uh, Taylor, he does a really good job in in, set, in setting up game plans. I don't think McDermott yeah. has an idea in hell what's going to happen on the, on you know when when Josh Allen sees what he sees, and I think that's a problem right there. Like, um, yeah, um, P. Ryan will probably have a good game in the flat. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. I, I see this game for the Bills. I think I think it's that that's the end of the road for them. So, you know, I think Cincinnati and KC will be playing next week. So, what's the score? Um. I think it'll be Pickles. close. I think it'll be 27 to 21, something like that. I don't think it's going to. Bills, but Pickles think it's uh, Cincinnati's going to go. They give up 40 points at home. Yeah, that, that would be an easy, an easy pick for me to say, Sean McDermott, uh, this is your last straw. Yeah, man, come on. Win a freaking playoff game, bro. Let's yeah, do well, it. he won one last week, but that's Miami and third string quarterback. About, I'm talking about to get to the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, no, they got to they got to really win the whole thing this year. I mean, come and on, was, is this guy ever coming back? They got they brought him they brought him from L.A., but is he ever coming back? Who Von Miller? Yeah, I mean, come on. No, nah, I think he tore his ACL. He's done. See, that's the thing. That's yeah. what Buffalo well, does. I like the Bills to win. Uh, Cincinnati's got too many linemen out. Uh, 
you guys both pick Cincinnati. That will be the opening, not less something crazy happens in the Dallas game. That would that would be what I'll open my show with is you have to look at McDermott and you got to get this offensive-minded head coach. I like teams that are physical. Uh, I know the offensive-minded head coaches lately lack physicality. But that being said, look, I mean, the Eagles are pretty physical, and they've got an offensive-minded head coach. Uh, the 49ers are pretty physical. They got up, but, you know, and I've been a defensive guy my whole life, but here lately, it is what it is. These offensive-minded head coaches, uh, how many games we got? We got we got eight teams, right? We got one defensive-minded head coach, and that's the one you guys are saying is going to lose on Sunday. <laughs> With the talent like Josh Allen that can throw the ball a country mile, you know? If he's, not, um, if he's if he's throwing to somebody that's on his team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Uh you and Pickles both like uh Cincinnati uh to play Kansas City. And I think that game will be in um in Murfreesboro, I, Tennessee. <laughs> I think it'll because I think that's gonna be in Atlanta. Then again, that may be in uh Cincinnati. I think that was actually gonna be in Kansas City. Because Cincinnati had the less game, uh, I think I think it will be in Atlanta. If Buffalo wins. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be interesting. And they've already started selling tickets. Uh, you know, half of the one half of the stadium is going to be Buffalo. The other half is going to be Kansas City. Of course, people get refunds. I was just reading that today. That's a side note for the audience. Okay, <laughs> Dallas and San Francisco. I'll tell you what. I'm not pumping this up for my Dallas friends. This game can go either way, seriously, because the the way Cowboys are playing this year, San Francisco, they do have a rookie quarterback. And if this is a close game late in the fourth quarter, Dallas already feels like they – you know, that's the first game. That's the first road playoff game they've won in 30 years last Monday. So, here, I was telling Keith earlier – Can you believe that? 30 years. That's unbelievable how bad Jerry Jones and Petty he's been, you know. Think, think about this. I, I was talking to Keith earlier today, and it's like, what if these both of these guys get knocked out by the defense, right? Because the defense are pretty good. Micah Persons, and then you got um, the San Francisco defense that has uh, Nick Bosa. Bosa, right. What That's if they, true, right? What if both QBs get knocked out? The backup is Johnson, right, yeah. and Cooper Rush. Well, you know what, Cooper? I might take the Cowboys if that's the case. <laughs> Yo, I, not, like, I don't. I don't think Garoppolo is going to be active, but they well, say he's he not, may, it's okay. Josh Johnson. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that 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 would be that would be bad. Think about this. I told I told Keith. Uh, so we talked about McCaffrey being injury prone in Carolina at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and I said to him, "Well, he McCaffrey actually played, and he could be a good quarterback because he, he used to toss the ball to his dad and practice and all that." So yeah. he's got a decent arm, and he played. Uh, he played um, quarterback in high school. Man, you, you're trying to hex him, dude. That's terrible football. Think about nobody's going to get injured. Let's not talk crazy like that. You, would you put Josh? Would you put Josh Johnson in, or would you just play the Wildcat and have McCaffrey throw the ball and run? You know what? Ball? That that that's a good point. You know, because you, you know McCaffrey's not- making a lot of money. You know, <laughs> he needs to earn that money. Now, let me give you my analysis real quick. Now, uh, let's go back a year ago. Uh, San Francisco went to Dallas. They held on to a 23-7 to lead going into the fourth quarter. Uh, the great Jimmy Garoppolo in their quotes. 
uh, gives them an interception. Dallas rallies back 23-17. Remember, they had the terrible clock management issues. Yeah, you couldn't down They the come up short. No, go, go figure. Uh, McCarthy gets a lot of criticism for that, rightfully so, all their penalties. Uh, but you know what? I'll say this. I've said this about three or four times already. Uh, Cal Shanahan trusts Brock Purdy more now than he did Jimmy Garoppolo a few years ago. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, didn't he like have three or four pass attempts in the uh, NFC Championship game against the uh, Green Bay Packers when they won that game going away? Right. I mean, uh, he's averaging 20. Check, just sec, check this out. This is an interesting stat for the audience here. Brock Purdy averages 27 to 30 pass attempts. They scored 41 points last week. Uh, every week I read some other player from the team compliments this guy. Um, who was it? Debo Samuel said he called a timeout uh, in, in the first game. Um, uh, it, it wasn't Cal Shanahan. This guy's calling timeouts. He's calling audibles. Uh, Trent Williams, a left tackle. Two guys have been paid. Debo Samuel was very surprised that Brock Purdy's calling timeouts, knowing that that's what Cal does, Shanahan. And then Trent Williams, like, man, this guy's like a 10-year veteran. He gets off, he gets his, he, he's a little nervous early in that game last Saturday. And then, you know, he, he, he finishes well. He has the highest QBR of the whole weekend. He finishes up. And even, more, even more than Daniel Jones. <laughs> even more than Daniel Jones. So, yeah, it was the highest one of the weekend over Daniel Jones. And you also got to look at the fact that Dallas played Monday night. They lose two days. There's two ways they can beat you in the running game. They still, they being San Francisco, they still lose, use Debo Samuel. And, of course, you know they've got Christian McCaffrey there. So they're hitting the, the Cowboys there from two different angles there. Plus, the Cowboys have to travel. Uh, you can beat this team deep. Now, I think a guy like um, DK Metcalf had a really good game against them. Um, who was there? CeeDee Lamb. I think that they're going to take about two or three big shots, maybe four, to C.D. Lamb. Uh, they're they're for some reason D'Amico Ryan's that that defense. They do a lot of switching and stuff, and these guys get lost in translation, and, and the, uh, they give up a lot of big plays at times. At times, not a lot of. They got a good defense otherwise, so that could play in the favor of Dallas. But like I said about the running back, there's so many ways that San Francisco can can beat this team. So my thing is, it feels like a 31-27 49ers win. Uh, what do you uh, – that's my prediction. Uh, what's, your, what's your analysis? San Francisco-Dallas. Like the old days, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that um, everything's working in favor for San Francisco as far as, like, uh, health-wise and their team uh, built uh, – Rallying, uh, uh, you know, for this Pickles, quarterback. That's my, that's my score there, Pickles. Um, and, yeah. you know, I, I feel like the 49ers are going to get that win. Um, and the Cowboys are going to fall short because, again, the Cowboys have this issue that they don't know who they're going to run, right? Who are they going to give the 20 carries to, tw you know, 20-plus carries to? Pollard or are they going to give Ezekiel Elliott? They give to to whoever's, whoever's got the hot hand, you know, and, like, you know, and they, yeah. they do these guys wrong, man. They they run plays when they they should be running the ball. They're throwing these little short passes. When they should be throwing short passes, they they throwing the ball long and and 
and having your, your guys go out there. That and is true. Smacked around. That is you know? true. Uh, you, you you know you have CD you have Lamb out there and 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 Lamb you know you could you could be making him look like a goat but you're making him look like a freaking you know Lamb chop because he's getting hit up left and right man you know and um and so um you know and then Dak has to have a clean sheet like he did last game and you know how how often is he's probably the most inconsistent quarterback right now um and because his team his team's the call and play call is inconsistent so I mean you know. I, everything's in favor for 49ers, but if the Cowboys could sneak one out of this, and this is probably the, the only game they could do it, right? So, oh, yeah, I, I think, I think Dallas, uh, like I said, that's a huge burden off them. First road win, playoff win. Well, it, it's 1993, <laughs> January 93. That was a 92 93 Cowboys. Pickles even says that Cooper Rush will be playing in this game. <laughs> Pickles thinks everybody's going to be knocked out. Uh, Joey Bosa and Michael Parsons. Are going to be the storyline. I told I told Keith Taylor that. once knocked out Joe Montana in a game. By the way, yeah, I, I, I told Keith that like Josh Johnson. There's going to be Josh Johnson versus Cooper Rush. God, you guys want to see bad football like that? No, are you kidding but, me. But this league and and the backups are probably right now one of the worst has been in a while since like maybe the you know how league. Dallas runs the ball. Somebody's mentioned this on one of the uh, stations I was listening to this morning. Uh, you know, the, the problem with 49ers, sometimes they overrun plays on defense. And that's how teams used to get guys like Javon Curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they would they would do a hard count, and they would let Curse overrun the, the guy. And when you know, he would overrun the left tackle, uh, they would just do a delayed handoff, and the guy would get three or four yards because Curse is already in the backfield. Uh, they do that a lot with Joy Bosa. So that's, that's how I've used a guy like a Pollard. He's a little bit quicker than Zeke. And, and kind of get them like with uh, a delayed inside handoff or like a little shovel pass, something like that. Uh, that's how I would I would coach it. And, yeah. and I don't get a lot of those shot plays. They're good at taking shot plays, so they that would actually that that would play into Dallas's favor doing those shot plays. And you know what, what I saw too that was good for Dallas is that actually their tight ends, both the t- tight ends were you know were making plays. Yes. Um, and um, were were being there. D- extra blocking down the field for the extra two or three yards that the running backs are getting, especially Pollard. He got, he got a little bit more yards. So they, they did the job and, and they, you know, they were committed to, to doing the right thing when and they get hit so hard and they don't catch and, you know, they're running to the sideline. That's when, if, when Dak looks like he's going to, he, he, he might just go down because there's not enough protection on that weak side, you know? So, and you, yeah. and you can't just put Pollard back there or, Elliot back there thinking that they're just going to clip somebody because that's that's not, that's not going to work against a, a, a bigger line uh, defensive line in San Francisco. They're going to everybody talks about Bosa, but they got three three or four guys over there that can. Oh, Armstead, that yeah, guy's going to wreck your life, man. Ken Law. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, a lot that, of beef there. Yeah, yeah. And they got the best linebacker in the game, this Fred Warner guy. So if this is this ain't Tampa. Tampa's right. all banged up, you know. Right. So they're this going to be a, a a game that Dallas needs a. I play perfect and just get points. And that's not how Dallas plays, unfortunately. And the kicker, yo, the kicker needs to like make this guy. And they're, they're kept him. They signed somebody else, but they're letting him play. Victorino. Yeah. Man, four missed points. I mean, geez. They called me, but I wasn't available. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got to get the, got to get those soccer players there. Anything else you need to plug, man? Uh, any more shows you work with? Uh, right, right now, just you know, I'm I'm on Friday mornings with Keith on uh, Are You Serious, 
you know, we're, we're together on, on Friday nights. I'm looking forward to maybe putting together a couple more things. Um, you know, um, I'll send you some info on that once I get, get it going. But, um, you know, just watching these games, everybody, you know, be safe. You know, <laughs> I got to um, get your PSA in there. No, okay. no, you got to stay safe. The weather's going to be acting up here coming this week for the for the Northeast. So, oh, you know, is it really? Yeah, there's a, a few things, but not, not until after Sunday. It's going to be like around Wednesday. For some people earlier, you know. Those Canadians up there. Now, is this Victorino guys? Is he play? Is he starting over the Blair guy, or is he just a backup over Mayor? I think he's just a backup, man. Mayor, yeah, Mayor, yeah. Look, understand this, people and and, and fans that are, are the getting on this kid. He was almost like one of the best kickers in the NFL this season. So. So it was just, so was Mike Vanderjack before he got cut. Yeah. <laughs> Remember him? I mean, I mean but so like With you the know. Colts. You have a bad – every once in a while you have a bad game. Unfortunately, he had a bad game on a playoff day. So, you know, that's the only bad thing, man, you know. So it's like golf, man. Somebody says it just gets in your head. And it's like the yips or something. You yeah, man. All right. You know, when he kicked them, it didn't look like that he was going to miss. But the ball just said, we're not going in the – we're not going. Man, I thought it was – I thought it was like watching a replay. I couldn't believe that he missed all four of those extra points, man. Now you got – you see a what guy – What Tampa comes back and wins that game, you know? I mean, they, they're going to blame those – that guy just – man. You see – you're seeing people in the in, in, in those box – Pickle says he could get tall. If he misses the opening extra point or a field goal, a chip shot, this guy they'll, – they'll bench him and they'll put, you know, this big – You think uh, so? Just by missing one? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's like it's like the Bears. Remember that time they played? Uh, who was it that went up there and beat them one year? Oh, oh, the Eagles. The Eagles did, and their kicker had been great all year, but he missed that field goal, man, in 2018. It was the it was the after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I don't know if you remember that. Eagles go up there, they beat them, but this guy misses like a pretty easy field goal, and, and of course they they cut the guy. You know, and he had a good game, good season. But you know, you gotta you gotta hit him when the money when when it counts. You know, you know, do the Grammaticas have any kids, man? They need to bring them up. <laughs> right, right. Does Benatieri have any kids? Adamatica, uh, no, Grammatica. Remember those guys? Yeah, like, Grammatica. Yeah, that like four or five dudes. guys come up, man. The whole family was kicking in the NFL. The Anderson guys. Uh, Tennessee used to have some Will Hoyt. Mm, yeah, I remember, remember Will Hoyt. Hoyt. Yeah, the yeah. punter. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, man. Um, I will see you later. Uh, man, you got to turn on some of that uh, it, uh, X, yeah, techno to, music here. You want me to techno? Yeah. We'll be back next week, everybody, with Carlos Madniorca Chavez and his techno beat here. <laughs> Te- techno geeks, man. Techno <laughs> you keep listening to that music, man. You're going to be an offensive coordinator somewhere. Yeah, right. They're not going to call me because they don't have to pay me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, what I'm going to open up the show with Monday after all this. Yeah, man. Good luck on all your shows, man. Have fun, bro. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Thanks. Thanks, Pickles. Have a good night.